episode of Improvisations on Growth with me to Ein Siedler, Business and Life Coach. We have lived through about 100 days of COVID experience with differences between Austria and South Florida. Although the rules enforced in each country may have been different, the essence of our discussions applies to each and every one of us. In this episode, we look at our need to acquire material things and their purpose. Are material things just a distraction? Have you thought that maybe when we put things before humans, we are actually turning humans into objects? And would any one of us want to objectify people consciously? The virus reality has forced us to live more in the here and now, teaching us to take it day by day. Listen to our podcast and find out how this crisis has prompted you to grow. What just really impacted me was, I mean, my dad voiced it and that he wanted to to die all by himself and so we just said farewell and and left him and then like not not even I think like eight hours later he he, the the hospital called and said that he was dead and so so we went to the hospital and um to see him and and to just be with his body really and then there was his wallet and his glasses and his phone and they were sitting next to the dead body and I'm like okay this is all that's left you know there's a a, a full rich strong and powerful life that he lived for 85 years and all that's left is this shell basically then gets put into a urine and everything material we, we cannot take it with us so all, all the things that I mentioned before you know like the, the, the career and the car and the house and in my yacht and in my plane and whatever and my stereo and now over here the newest trend is is my um, racing bike and I'm like, yeah, I I can see that people get fun out of this and that it sort of satisfies whatever. It's just a distraction. Probably also a distraction and probably we, we, we try to fulfill some sort of need that we are not even aware that we have. So it is, it is a token for whatever and and I think we forget that it's a token that it's not the real thing that this is not what life is about I was reading the other day an article about looting I found this really really interesting because what the article was saying is so how, how can we talk about looting and the destruction of material thing things and put this and make this a higher priority than life and that an anger just breaks it away in, uh, during the demonstrations, people then also destroy material things that often in the news and in the discussions, this gets more attention than what the demonstration was about, that, that it's like a distraction, again, of what really the point is. And the article was, um, it's in a German newspaper called... Die Zeit. 
And the article was called, Money is More Important Than Life. And I think on a broader view, this is now tying it back to, to your first simple question. I think this is one of the changes that I'm feeling and not, not just rationally realizing, but it, it's, it's really a feeling in my body. So th there's a shift happening in me um, where I'm like, we seem to live in a society and, and I kind of intellectually knew this before, but now I'm feeling it and feels like I'm breathing it. We live in a society that puts material things before humans and before human lives. It, it happens all the time. Especially now in the face of death, this is so absurd, surreal, just nonsensical. It's, it's just so beyond the point. I know these kind of questions have been posed before, but so for example, let's say you're a billionaire and you own a business, a huge business, and you employ a hundred thousand people. So if you were given the choice to, to keep all of them working, but you gotta, one of them has to lose their life, just one. So what would you choose? Would you fire a hundred thousand people and affect their lives and their families to save one person? I know that kind of question, and there there has even even been a, a study where, yeah. where 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 they made people choose. I I'm sorry, I have to say this. Also, this question for me is a distraction, and it distracts from how I'm living my life because this is a totally hypothetical question. When I'm going out there and how I interact with people, this is real. And how I, how I explore myself and how I question myself about my values and how I look at people and what kind of judgments I hear myself having about people, this is the real thing. And then what I really bring to the table and not just quote-unquote a theoretical question. But that is not what I'm going for. What okay. I'm trying to point at is, I'm, I've only made it hypothetical, so I wouldn't like go to a, a real life situation. Because in my opinion, this has happened in not in the same scenario. That's not what I'm saying. But these kind of scenarios happen have happened all the time. And people, in my opinion, have made the decision to sacrifice one person or five people or 10 people for the sake of many others. So the ethical question is, I'm not even trying to discuss if it's wrong or, or right necessarily, because I know we're getting into different ground. What I'm trying to get at is what you were saying before that life matters are we really aware of that still? That's what I'm trying to get at. Do we, yeah. Is this really sinking in for all of us? Are we applying this? If, if you go on the street and ask any person, of course they'll tell you, oh yes, of course, money, 
I don't know, maybe you'll get a really rich person and he'll make a joke about it and say, heck no, I'm not going to give my 10 million to marry a poor girl. Let her live her life. Love goes away. Nothing lasts forever, right? So what I'm trying to say is that we seem to be talking about it and we seem to be aware about it. And then when it comes to applying it, it all goes off the window. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, and we're still talking about the 100 days of the crisis. I think that this crisis is like the magnifying glass that, and I think that this crisis is like the magnifying glass that helps us feel this reality. So that it's not like an intellectual discussion or an intellectual knowing, well, of course, life is more important than, uh, than money or material things. That, that's like a calendar quote. Yeah, exactly. It's just hot air. I mean, but what's happening right now, multinational corporations are laying off 10,000s and 100,000s of people to keep their share value and to keep their investors happy. Excuse me? Wrong priorities. And yet, there seem to be some sort of partial awakening to the reality of what we are doing here. And, and I think that, I truly believe that I'm not the, the only one that, that is making this shift, this internal shift, that it's not just a calendar quote and an intellectual, oh, I, I am such a good person discussion because I'm all for humans, but that we go out there and live it. And I think the racism discussion and the, the, the demonstrations are exactly that. It's, there's movement out there. I think what is important for me is that the actions not come from an intellectual understanding. So this is like a moral code that I need to follow because then that would lead to exactly this reaction that like the colleague did. Oh, wow, like women are now um, an important part of business life. So I target them and sell them my products. Maybe it comes out of a, good intellectual thinking, but it's, it's not something that is felt. It sounds very cerebral, it all, and it sounds really businessy in my opinion. Oh, yeah. this is happening. Women power is, a, is the trend right now. Let me tap into that and see what I can squeeze out of this new current and this new change. Exactly. But who cares about the, the actual changes and who cares about what women think anyway? Yeah, and, and this is the objectification that still happens when we put material things before humans, because then I turn humans into objects that I just deal with and that need handling and that need a process. So when I turn a human being into a target group and a customer group, then I objectify them. The same thing is happening with, uh, with black people, especially in America. They are a situation. They are something that we need to address. We need to, and it's, 
it's already segmenting. It's already like the segregation, because they, they've been talking here about segregated America, how it's still happening. And going back to what you were saying, the segregation is in people's heads. So what's actually happening is just a reflection of how the mindset still works. So you can go and mix two neighborhoods, for example. Maybe you can do that. But if, if we don't go to the mindset, then that is still going to happen. It's just yeah. a physical solution. It's not like yeah. the, the core... It's not going to the, the essence to actually make a real change. Thank you for listening. We hope that our discussions have enticed your curiosity and have allowed you to build on our own findings, maybe branching out, finding new meanings and new opportunities for growth in your own life. Perhaps you now have a different vision of the material aspect of life and have found a good balance between the essence of things and the tangible world. I encourage you to share your thoughts with Medu directly by emailing her at meduatinstiedler.at and you can also reach out to her on her social media, on Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. Remember to keep it real, stay balanced and listen to our next episode.